Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Okay, I, I just felt a need to consolidate on what we shared on Sunday. I think I did a bit of that in the course of the week. And I want to quickly share so that at the end of the service, we can do some prayings. Um, we were trying to focus on marriage on Sunday in terms of people changing, and I've said it, uh, one of the major reasons why most marriages have problems today, uh, from my counseling catalog, from my counseling years, has a lot to do with the fact that one party, maybe both parties, is not changing at all. And I've had that a lot in counseling rooms. Yeah, my wife or my husband is not changing at all. The same thing I had been complaining about um, for the last five years or 10 years or 15 years is the same thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the person is still doing and it's very, very frustrating. Uh, but beyond marriage, if someone is not able to change spiritually, they can't change maritally. That's why this principle, it's not just for the marriage or relationship setting. If you're not changing uh, in terms of your spiritual work, then nothing is changing. And when we're saying changing, you're not changing like to please anybody. Change in the sense that you're getting better. I'd like us to equate change with better. Okay? I mean, I'd rather have a child that is beginning to crawl and run than the child I have to carry everywhere. So when we say change, don't begin to defend yourself like, no, they don't understand me. This is how I am. Mm -mm. We are saying becoming better in terms of your character, in terms of your outlook, you know, the way you see life, the way you see things. And the, 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 the more we experience such transformation, the better our lives. Not just marriage. It will affect our business, affect our careers, and affect everything that uh, we do. And if you check any marriage, for instance, where they're having some measure of peace, somebody's changing. That was not like that before. And I've had such testimonies. That's the good thing about it, where you hear a woman say, ah, Pastor, my husband has changed. In fact, I hear that a whole lot, and I'm thankful for that. I mean, um, some years ago, um, one of our instrumentalists in church just joined the church, and it was here more like a professional instrumentalist, so the family was not in church. But something happens when you are there, you know, and then you are hearing the word. And then after a while, um, I think he got another offer somewhere else. And he was saying that to the wife, that ah, I have to leave uh, Global Impact Church because of this offer. And then the wife just, uh, I don't know, what's the word? Yarid. What's that in English? Eh? Yarid. <laughs> Sparked. Say. Disagreed. That's very polite. That's uh, shameful me like, you know. Somebody says sparked. Somebody said disagreed. You see how life is? Sparked. Disagreed. But Yari is more sparked. <laughs> anyway, so he was shocked. And he said, look, I've been watching you. I don't go to that church with you. But ever since you started going there, you have changed. That that alone, you should stay. I'm telling you, I mean, he was sharing the story. So what he had to do was to start other businesses and God began to bless him. He's still here today. When you are changing, people know. 
when your leg is growing longer, you will know. When you are growing taller, you know. Not that um, you don't know me, I'm changing. Mm -mm. If we have transformation, um, uh, 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 it, will, it will be very obvious. And we were trying to now diagnose what causes such transformation to take place. And I was trying to help us see from John chapter 12, verse 37. Uh, let's, let's run through these scriptures and then we'll pray together. We pray together. I, I mentioned to us on Sunday that this prayer, we pray, we, we pray for our own children at home. We pray for ourselves. Sometimes you take a break, and that time you resume again, because the more someone is enlightened, the better their lives. Oh, praise the Lord. He said, but although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. Why? That the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Verse 39, therefore they could not believe because Isaiah said again, uh, verse 40, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts, and turn. That word turn is a function of, you know, eyes that see, ears that can hear, and the heart that understands. <laughs> he had blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand. Somebody say understand. Understand with their hearts and turn. Because when you understand it, you will turn. When you see it, you will turn. Now, it is that turning that leads to healing I pray a lot and lead people in prayers for restoration and all those things. A lot of restoration will happen with ease if there are turnings. Turning has to do with changes, alignment. And it happens when you see it. Ah, when you understand it. I, I use this crude example online where in mathematics, um, they, you're in a class, primary school, elementary school, and they say one plus two equals to three. And sometimes in some schools, they just recite it, right? One plus one equals to two. Two plus two equals to four. And then they say uh, two plus three equals to five, right? Now, if you don't understand it, you cram it or you memorize it, and then you think you know it. And then you're at home, one plus two equals to three, two plus three equals to five. And it happens to us a lot in school in those days where your assumption is when the exam comes up, it's either you see one plus two equals to three or two plus three, you just say equals to five. And then suddenly exam shows up, you now see seven plus nine. You now get angry with the lecturer. What do we say? But if you understand how 1 plus 2 equals to 3 and 2 plus 3 equals to 5, you now apply. Somebody say apply. Uh -huh. That is where success in life takes place. Am I making sense? That is where greatness is born. Meaning you come to church and the pastor is preaching about whatever the topic, maybe about marriage or finances, and you understand what he's saying. When you get to the office on Monday or Tuesday and something shows up, you are able to apply what has been taught you on Sunday or Wednesday, and then you apply it, and then you produce the result. That is when we apply God's word. That's why God's word in itself, it is not understanding, it is the entrance of his word that giveth light and understanding. So what we are trying to share is the entrance that as the thing really entered, 
that if it enters, you will not be the same. And that's where the battle is. The devil fights up and down <laughs> to ensure that it doesn't enter. Because if you don't understand it, you cannot apply it. If you cannot apply it, you cannot profit from it. In fact, what we call faith is a product of understanding. Because understanding empowers you to act on what you have seen. If you don't see it, I mean, uh, this is a microphone. Do you believe it? Why do you believe it? So you have faith that it's a microphone, but that faith is born out of seeing that, oh, it's a microphone, so I believe it's a microphone. So when I say, I want to give you this microphone, you believe it. But if I say, look at this cutlass, and I say, go and kill that snake with this cutlass, you will not collect it. You will be slow because it's not cutlass. So you won't obey. You won't take action. But when you see it and you understand it, nobody will force you to apply it. Ah. So it's a major part of our Christian work to grow in understanding. It says, lest they should see with their eyes and understand with their heart and turn and then I will heal them. The healing or the restoration or the better life will not happen until there are certain turnings. And we are saying those turnings will not take place until the person understands himself. That standing in the middle of this road, a car coming can kill you. If you don't understand, you will say, you're troubling me. I like to stay in the middle of the room. The fresh air is, yeah, is better. And I said, no, the fresh air is better, yes. But there are, there are better places to take fresh air. Standing in this particular place, oncoming vehicles can destroy you. No, fresh air, fresh air. If, if he understands, if he understands, he's the one that will carry himself and leave that place. There are many things we tell people. There are many things we expect from people that you wonder for 10 years, for 15 years, it looks like, is he a devil or is he a, a, a demon? No, it's because they don't understand it. I came to a conclusion that blessings, is a, it, it, the, the outworking of blessing is you saying well, understanding well. And the outworking of curses is you not saying well. In fact, if you, look, if you look at that scripture, like God was trying to punish them and he now hardened their heart and blocked their eyes so that they won't be healed. So the guy is in the middle of the road. He refuses to see, to understand or he cannot see it, so the car can crash across the person. So many of the calamities, many of the pain that we experience, if we trace it, it's lack of understanding. The more we uh, understand, the better our lives. Acts chapter 28, verse 27. I'm, I'm trying to recap a bit to help you see the magnificent place of understanding. I hope that word fits the equation. For the hearts of these people have grown dull. <laughs> their ears are hard of hearing. <laughs> and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand. Somebody say understand with their heart. And what? Turn so that I should heal them. If you behave the way I try to behave, when you look at this verse, you can pray on this for a whole one hour. He said, lest they should see with their eyes. Oh, Lord, let my eyes see. Lest they should hear. Oh, Lord, open my ears to hear. 
Oh, let's say you understand. Father, give me an understanding. If those three things happen, your turning will not be by force. It will be joyful turnings, joyful alignments, and then healings will just follow. I pray that if there's any area of pain that we're going through, that God's understanding will come this season. And there'll be healings and restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so changes, transformation is a function of understanding. Another word for understanding is, what are the words for understanding? I think we did that on Sunday. What are the similar words for understanding? Revelation, yes? What? Insight, thank you. Illuminati, no, illumination. Ah, pastor, be careful. <laughs> it's illumination, not illuminati. I bind it. <laughs> what other words for, for light? Yes. Okay. What other words? We have insight. Clarity. Yes, fine. That's good. Clarity. Yeah. These people are very polite, you know. Disagree. Clarity. Yeah, illuminati. Ah, sorry, yeah, illumination. Those are powerful revelation. Eh? <laughs> I see. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a phrase. Discovery. Wow, you went to school. Good. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, light. Bam. I, I don't know what has happened to you in school when your, a friend is like explaining something to you and you don't get it. No, you're blank. For most times you frown. But the moment you understand it, bam illuminated or lighted. You just, sometimes you even make a statement. Oh! That is where changes take place. It destroys fear. When you understand it like that, you'll not be afraid of examination hall. Because you know what to do in case questions come along this line. Proverbs 4 verse 7. If you see better, you will behave differently. It becomes a shield from pitfalls and calamity. Uh, Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, are you there? Therefore, and in all, I mean, isn't that, isn't that serious? In all, all you're getting, what do you do? In all you're getting. That means, uh, it's not enough to come to church and hear about the virtues of understanding. You have to be ready to go after it, to take steps, to grow in understanding. Can we have this in ERV? Easy to read version. In all you're getting, get understanding. Now, for instance, there is a prayer revival in Nigeria today, which is great. A lot of you know, prayer meetings, which God is using to bless people. But without people growing understanding, they will forever be needing such prayers. Because what they help you do, you will always go to that source in that sense. But what understanding does is to help you know how to apply it to yourself. So with the prayer revival going on, there has to be a, a robust um, um, desire for teaching ministries. People that can teach you. Okay, now we pray for favor, right? And we release favor on your head by prophetic means. Now, they, you have to be taught how to walk in that favor. And that was part of what we saw at the church conference, where they teach you about honor, you get it, about behavior, about those, because it's understanding that retains miracles. 
In fact, understanding can help you generate miracles yourself. But understanding is not for the lazy. Anyone can be saying amen, 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 amen for one hour, 30 minutes, just say amen. It's easy to, to do, like one lady that went to the pastor, I think it's in, in our country, and she had, had a problem with the child. And they were telling her, ah, okay, you have to read this scripture, you know, and pray with. And the pastor, pastor was talking, she was just looking at him. He was wondering, do you understand what I said? He said, but is it possible that she write those scriptures on a paper and grind it and put it in water and the child drinks it? The pastor was shocked. Oh, so you want to go through this process of praying it. You just want to write it and then they grind it and then when you drink it, don't entrance of your word. <laughs> That's the entrance, direct entrance. But we are all laughing. Many of us are like that. I've seen people just come and say, just put your hands on me. I agree, it's okay for impartation. But on, I mean, you are traveling, for instance, you can't get to talk to your friendship center leader, you don't, can't talk to your pastor, and you have to pray for protection. If you understand the covenant of protection yourself, you can kneel down and pray and say, Lord, thank you because I'm a covenant child. You said in your word that you shall give your angels charge over me. So I pray as I go to Benin that angels are in charge of this trip, not just in charge in terms of safety, they also organize my favor because I'm crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. And then you, you go. When you enter in, the office, in an office and they say, what, they say, who is in charge here? That means who is the leader here? Who is the decision maker here? So when scripture says he shall give his angels charge. You understand that it's not the driver or the pilot that's in charge. Angels will organize the right pilot for my plane or organize the plane that will not crash. Do you understand that? So understanding releases faith. That I mean, when I'm traveling, I always do that before the day. When I'm praying, Lord, thank you for the flight tomorrow. Angels go ahead and organize the right crew because some flight might have problems overnight. You don't know. Abi, even cast at times, you'll break them overnight and then the next morning to start, it doesn't start. So angels organize the right, the right plane, the right crew, but be, be in charge of this journey and go ahead of me, make every crew, because you understand it. But if you don't understand it, it means of angels, you just be saying, Michael, yo, Michael, me more, me more, me more, oh, what does that mean? Or what does this mean? Now, it doesn't even mean this is wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but what does it mean? Understanding is what moves you from religion to a covenant relationship. There are many things that people do like this. It doesn't make any... What does it mean? Or putting your Bible under your pillow and sleep on it. What does it mean? In all you're getting, what do you do? Get understanding. So let's start now. Uh, uh, please help me with my time. I have a list of things that you can... How to get understanding. The first one was what I shared on Sunday. Is a principal one. It's prayer. And I love that. God knows you don't have it, but ask me for it. Ephesians 1.15. You pray for it. When you come to church, pray for understanding. When you are reading the Bible, you see, the Bible is not like any other book. Pray for understanding. If I move your area of influence, your, your industry, when you have to go for trainings, pray for what? Understanding because they can do training for a whole class and only you don't know anything. Because at the end of the day, it's not the trend that gives you victory. It's the application. 
It's the application. If I start going through the training for three days or three weeks or three months or three years, and you cannot apply what you are trained, you, you, you can't be promoted. Understanding. Pray for it. Lord, open my eyes. Give me illumination. Give me light. And that was what Paul was trying to do here. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, uh, do not cease. You don't stop giving thanks over your life. Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my what? Prayers. What kind of prayers? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of what? And maybe you should enjoy our enthronement prayers a lot more. These are the things we focus on more. Because when you have these things, you have other things. I mean, give me the spirit of what? With spirit. Let the software be inside me. When that software is inside you, when you are in a church service, the pastor is preaching about prosperity, you are learning about healing. You are learning about marriage because the, the Holy Ghost is just breaking it down on, on how to apply it to various things. It's multiplying it inside you. It says, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18, uh, this is at the very COVID. The eyes of your understanding being what? Enlightened. <laughs> that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches, somebody say riches, of the glory of his inheritance. This is loaded. Can we have this in NIV? Knowing your rights and privileges. Oh, Christian life is loaded. I'm grateful I'm born again. I understand covenant privileges. I don't have any reason to envy anybody because you, I can die anyhow because angels are in charge. I can pray for healing. Too many things that are, are resources. So he's saying that your eyes should be open to see those things, those riches that is for you. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which you have, he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance. Give me another, another verse, amplified perhaps. The Christian life is very rich, but you won't Enjoy it if you don't see it. He said, by having the eyes, oh yes, this is what I was looking for. By having the eyes of your heart, what? Flooded with, are you there, pastor? Are you really there? Flooded with what? Can you remove the ED from the floor? What do you have? Can you remove the width? What do you have? Flood. Not candlelight. Not even the bulb. When you get some stadia or stadium, you know, you see it. it, it they don't. When you have floodlight, nothing can appear to you. You you will see it. It's when you are in darkness that some attacks get to you. Ah, by shock, you see it coming. You see the road. You can see everywhere. And I realize that when you have floodlight, it's always very beautiful. Oh, it's always beautiful. Beautiful life, beautiful family, because you can see. A wise man will always see trouble before he comes. When you, you can see, the prudent man foresees evil, and it helps you to cast it away, but flooded with light. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light, so that you can know and understand the hope 
I'm not called to be hopeless as a, as a believer. Understand the hope to which he has called you. Oh, he's called us to a hopeful life. <laughs> and how rich, how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints is set apart once. To know the things that are freely given to us. I was sharing this morning online about the name of Jesus, for instance. I bought <laughs> one powerful series by Kenneth E. again. You can check it online on YouTube and load yourself up with it about the name of Jesus. When you understand the name of Jesus, when you say it, Satan will run away. But you see, when you don't understand it, you can be saying it ten times, it won't respond. You know when your light is not okay, you'll be pressing the thing. But if it's proper, bam, like this, boom. The name of Jesus, when Jesus was on earth, hmm, and he sees a demon, they say, have you come to do what? Torment, not, have you come to greet us? or negotiate with us, or to torment us. That means this man has capacity to torment devils. Hey! They were always begging him. That's Jesus personified in his flesh. He has not given you that name to operate with. So when I'm praying in the name of Jesus, demons have to be tormented. Not that, uh, but it is a function of the light. So somebody else is praying the name of Jesus religiously. Say the, the name of Jesus. It's a sacred name. Somebody else understand the power thereof. Peter said, such as I have. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Achieve greatness.